Welcome to another episode of Bank Shots. Bank Shots is our weekly podcast series within a Frugal Athlete Podcast Network where we talk about all the latest as it pertains to money management and sports business for athletes. Join us for insights, rants, comments, remarks, and news on what it means to be a frugal athlete. I'm your humble host, Tomobi Okugo, and let's get to it. So I decided we're going to switch up the format for bank shots a little bit. We're going to dissect four to five stories and then some little tidbits based on these stories and then um, just give you some insights and uh, news articles based on what's been happening throughout the week. Um, so shout out to my good friend, L. Johnson from B.O.B., Billions or Bust, um, for putting me on Snacks Daily. Snacks Daily is a new podcast um, that Robin Hood just recently bought. Um, I really love their format, and I really think it's uh, suitable for what we're trying to do with Bank Shots. So I'm trying to, you know, kind of copy a little bit how they do it and see how it's going to run from now. Um, so bear with me. And uh, yeah, so let's catch us. Let's catch you guys up. Um, for the four stories we're going to cover, uh, we got a great article by, or, or not great article, um, great article by KJ Wright, uh, NFL player for the Seattle Seahawks. He talks about financial awareness uh, or the lack thereof when it comes to the uh, NFL players. Uh, Luis Robles, goalie for New York Red Bulls, um, how he's sort of become the financial advisor for his team. He has a great story. Can't wait to share more about that. Uh, Chris Paul just recently signed a new deal to become a live uh, live, uh, live producer. Uh, Dwayne Wade, who just uh, just actually officially retired, um, he talks about how he's going to seek therapy in retirement. You know, ther- uh, you know retirement for athletes um, is a tough pill to swallow. You know, identity crisis is uh, one of the main reasons why athletes fall to money management issues once they're done playing. Um, so it was really interesting to see Dwayne Wade talk about and being so open to talk about him seeking therapy. And uh, last closing, uh, in closing, we're going to talk about why LeBron is one of the most frugal athletes, uh, according to Kuzma, according to Kyle Kuzma. So with that being said, let's get started. <laughs> So KJ Wright, uh, NFL player for the Seattle Seahawks, he was drafted um, 2010, 2011. Uh, he was in an article recently talking about how the lack of financial awareness is the reason why uh, NFL players struggle with uh, their money, whether it's spending habits, you know, understanding how their money works, um, and just going broke. Um, even though they're making six figures, the average salary for an NFL player is, you know, just short of five hundred thousand um, dollars. Although the NFL career lasts three to four years, if you're lucky, there's a lot of stipulations to that. You know, you got to understand that taxes are in play. Um, contracts aren't not are not fully guaranteed. So there's a lot of factors at play. But it was interesting to see um, KJ Wright's thoughts. Uh, one thought that I really um, agree with was he claimed that. You know, there's these financial programs that everyone hypes up, but they're essentially only for the rookies. So what happens in year two, year three, year four? Or, you know, if you're lucky enough to hit your second contract when the num- when the money's double, where are the programs for those athletes? And I really thought it was interesting that Wright brought that up. He uh, mentioned his, his 
story of when he first got his signing bonus and how he went to the bank. It was funny how he didn't announce how much money he made um, or how much money the check was worth before he went to ban- the bank. And then once he like handed them the check, uh, the bank just started acting differently. And it's funny because when you're an athlete, when you start making money, people start acting differently, whether it's family, friends, uh, associates, people come at you a different way. So it's important that whether it's these financial programs, mentors, you know, people, money managers, uh, it's important that they let you know and teach you different ways to manage your money. Uh, second story, Luis Robles, uh, goalie for the New York Red Bulls. Um, he's he's an interesting case study. Uh, so he did an article with Sport Techie. Sport Techie is like the, one of the biggest platforms when it comes to sports and tech. Um, they have a great newsletter you guys should follow if you guys get a chance. But Luis Robles, um, he's essentially the financial advisor for his team. Not like on record, but he he's like the mentor of sorts. And I thought it was really important because athletes, you know, it's important to find the right mentors on your team. You obviously have veterans that have been there, done that. But your career can go a whole lot different depending on the mentors you choose. Obviously, in this case, Luis Robles is a great role model, great individual, has a great story. You know, he started his career in Germany, uh, ended up, you know, almost retiring because he wasn't finding a contract when he got back to the States, Uh, ended up signing a short term contract with the Red Bulls, outplayed his contract. And eight years later, he's still the starting goalie and actually captain now. Um, But he's he studied finance in college at University of Portland, and he always kept that in his back pocket while he was playing. Um, he's made a couple of great investments. Keep in mind, this is um, a show to educate. We're not giving any financial advice. Uh, make sure you contact your financial manager, your money manager, your business manager, your advisor. If that's the case, we are not here to get sued. But yeah, Luis Robles made a couple of good investments. He's always been interested in finance. He, he plays in New York, so he's right next to Wall Street taking advantage of um, the network he has there. But it's it's great it's great to see that his his um, it's great to see that his his fellow teammates are looking to him for advice and it's important that him he helps change the narrative because as athletes especially in the soccer world they're not making nearly as much money compared to you know NFL NBA baseball hockey guys but as Luis Robles pointed out how many athletes. Or how many people in general, after they graduate college, are making upwards of 70, 80, 100,000? So it was really cool to see um, Luis Robles taking a stand um, and do good things. Uh, for the third story, Chris Paul, he recently signed a deal um, with the help of his agency, CAA, uh, Creative Arts Agency, um, to become a live content producer um, with the with the company. And I just think it's amazing um, Although, you know, you hear the stories of Chris Paul, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, they're all starting their own media companies. That just shows that there's a lane for everybody. And if you're not big enough to make that lane where you're signing big deals with brands, use YouTube, use your phone, use your computer, use a camera, use a flip cam, use a GoPro. You can start small and eventually build your way up. Obviously, Chris Paul is an example of um, a bigger athlete in a sense. But just as Chris Paul, he had to compete with Steph Curry and LeBron James and Kevin Durant. There's a lane for Chris Paul, just like there's a lane for you. Paul Rabel, when he initially started, Paul Rabel's a lacrosse player. When he initially started, he started with a YouTube video, one 
one per week. And from there, as he grew, as he grew, as he grew, he continued to grow. And now he has over 300 subscribers, sorry, 300,000 subscribers on YouTube. So he's making his, he's created his own YouTube media platform just through simple, simple, consistent content. And athletes, we all have our own story, no matter who you are, where you came from, where you play, what position you are, how well you are on the team. You all have your own platform and you can all connect to someone. So just like Chris Paul did, you can too. And that's kind of my call to action. And it doesn't have to be a, a, a media channel in the sense of video. You know, you can do podcasts, you can do uh, written, you can do anything. But just start. Uh, for a fourth story, um, Dwayne Wade, uh, top five all-time shooting guard, um, just retired. I'm sad. Uh, he just... So this last season was his final season. And uh, in an article with ESPN, he, he, he stated that he's going to seek therapy or he's going to use therapy in hopes to help combat his big change. And his big change is that he's going to retire. He's no, gonna, he's no longer going to be recognized as an NBA champion, NBA all-star, current NBA player. Obviously, everyone knows him from his accolades, you know, Olympian, world champion, all-star, um, but it's it's different when you're not playing. You know, people look at you at a different light. So for him to be open about seeking therapy is really important. And it serves an example for other athletes to follow suit. You know, athletes suffer with an identity crisis. I've mentioned it time and time again. If you've checked out Sudden Death, uh, shameless plug, sh- Sudden Death on our, our YouTube channel, a frugal athlete YouTube channel. We talk about this. You know, the identity crisis is something that athletes struggle with. And because they struggle with it, it leads to money management problems, family problems, um, depression problems um, that can really um, hurt you once you're done playing. Who are you outside of sports? What do you identify with? What keeps you happy? You know, what keeps you up at night? What drives you? These are all questions that Dwayne Wade is going to have to ask himself now that he's done playing. Obviously, he's done very well on and off the court. And he's done a great job, you know, kind of forming a conglomerate within his his business practices. You know, he does a great job of that. But still, when you're not playing, when you're not, you know, running up and down those court, court courts, blocking shots, dunking, it's different. And so for Dwayne Wade to open up and talk about therapy and um, the kind of the mental side of sports is uh, really important. As we've seen lately, you know, whether it's Kevin Love um other players, DeMar DeRozan, they talk about the mental side. And when you're not there mentally, it not only affects how you play, but how you discipline and make decisions off the court, whether it's with money, whether it's with family, whether it's personal decisions. So whenever you can get your mind right, that's most important. And lastly, in closing, um, make sure you check out the newsletter. We've got a lot of cool articles out there. Um, we got a, uh, We shared a crazy article about Paul Rabel, how he started his own league. I thought that was very interesting. Um, talk about different things um, as it pertains to um, the sports business world in a sense. Um, like, for example, uh, Zion Williamson and his shoe deal. He might break an all-time record. Um, what um, Alex Rodriguez would tell his younger self. Um, but also we talk about LeBron James and how Kyle Kuzma gives another example of why he's so frugal. So they were out to dinner. Obviously, LeBron James is the next athlete uh, on track to become a billionaire. 
Um, but they were out to dinner, and apparently he made Kyle Kuzma play, pay. Obviously, Kyle Kuzma can pay for it, but it's different when LeBron James, he's supposed to be the big homie. He's supposed to cover the dinner. But just show, showcasing like that, you know, LeBron James knows the number one rule uh, as a businessman. Find Use other people's money. Uh, so take that with with uh, how you how you will and uh, take it to your own frugal practices. Um, but that's about it for the um, for this episode of Bank Shots. Glad you tuned in. If you're new. Thank you. If you're returning. Um, I had I had it mixed up. I said, if you're new, welcome. If you're returning, thank you. Um, so we'll catch you guys next week. Appreciate it. We out.